Happy Thursday, everyone. Today is probably up there is like the second, third best Thursday you can get. Usually Thursdays, you know, not as good as your pre-Friday. But since today is the draft, uh, yeah, it's as good as any Thursday as you get. I think second definitely to the start of the NFL season, which happens on a Thursday. Start of college football season. So, yeah, it's definitely in the realm of one of the best Thursdays, a mega NFL event in April. I love it. Love it today. Mock draft. Uh, if I have time, some NBA. But before I get into my mock draft, something just literally broke before I came on. So need to give it a few uh, minutes to talk about. And that is Lamar Jackson's new deal, which makes him the highest paid player in NFL history last week. Just talked about Jalen Hurts being that. He was literally had that title for a week. Lamar Jackson now gets that bag. $260 million for five years. Puts him at $52 million per year. Uh, Jalen Hurts was like 250 for five years. Uh, Lamar Jackson, $185 million in guaranteed more money. More Van Jalen Hurts, uh, like $4 million less than Kyler Murray. Again, still not as much as Deshaun Watson. Uh, but Lamar Jackson gets his bag, gets signed with this team. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens don't have to worry about a quarterback tonight. He gets his money. Now, I'm happy Lamar got his money, got this deal done without his agent. But I know, uh, I, I've, I don't know if I really want to get into this, but the question is the AFC is so loaded, so loaded. And you look at the Ravens last year. They were a good team, but Cincinnati, it's a cl- very class ahead of the big, uh, the Ravens right now. So I'm not a, not a huge fan of this deal. So much money. This to me is, uh, to me, you have the big deals. You have Deshaun Watson, the outlier deal, very bad deal. You have the Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, which to me is more linked to, two divas, both like to talk, both not a fan of their game. And then, Still less than them, but comparable is Jalen Hurts, a game who I like. He progresses. He loves the city. He's not drama-filled. He's just a good guy. So I'm not for this deal. I'm not a fan. Am I happy he got paid? Yes, I'm not going to be happy that someone did not get paid. But Baltimore could have saved themselves a lot of money doing this deal a lot earlier, not dragging us out. Glad they got their quarterback because I will say this. Even though I'm not a huge fan of Lamar Jackson, he is better than any quarterback in this draft class. He is. So this definitely would have changed my mock draft that I kind of submitted uh, before this. I'll still go through it. Lamar Jackson got his money. If I have more thoughts, I will share them with you tomorrow. Other news, of course, I need to talk about considering he is one of my favorite quarterbacks. Now I've hopped on the Aaron Rodgers. Wagon, what the goat retires and Tom Brady, my generation of quarterbacks, the Eli's, the Peytons, the Ben's, the Tom's, they're all gone. My OG generation that I grew up watching is gone. Aaron Rodgers is the only one left from that generation. So, yeah, that's definitely something I'm rooting for is Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. 
that trade happened, let me tell you, I loved the trade. I uh, loved it for two multitude of reasons. Uh, one was, you know, they look at the draft picks, and it, it's not a ton, at least from my eyes. They swapped first-round picks, which was two spots. They traded a second-rounder, which was the one they got rid of Elijah Moore. So it had kind of been like you trading Elijah Moore. So the second, I believe they traded a fifth. They got a sixth back. Uh, so, again, move back around. And then the biggest thing was the conditional round next year, uh, which is a conditional second, could be a first. Uh, and who knows what happens next year. And Rodgers is taking it one year at a time. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers looks like a new man. Uh, he looks happy. He looks refreshed. Somehow he looks younger and healthier than he did these past two years with Green Bay. And maybe it's me starting more to believe Aaron Rodgers instead of the Packers. Uh, so much of the media dismisses what Aaron Rodgers has to say and believes Brian Gutekinds, you know, the GM of the Packers, and they hate on Aaron Rodgers and they, you know, side with the Packers GM and everything like that. But maybe he was right. Maybe he was tired of the not direct communication with um, the center or with the Packers that he didn't feel like they gave him. And then he likes the approach for Jets had. I mean, I think the Jets are direct. I think Robert Sala is a much different coach than Matt LaFleur. I think he's a better coach than Matt LaFleur. I think they've got a strong system. They're welcoming. They are in line with the direct communication. I think the general manager, Douglas, is also terrific. And again, he likes poised. And Aaron Rodgers is doing things I never thought Aaron Rodgers would do in his life. He's literally taking a chapter out of the GOATS book, Tom Brady. He went to a new team later in his career. Let's see if he can win another one. Again, he looks rough, refreshed. And this is what I like as well. Aaron Rodgers restructured his salary cap to help the Jets. He, and he did a little bit. I think he saved $14 million on the Packers side. So he did do them a solid. But he converted like... His $58 million option to next year. So, yes, next year's cap hit is big. It's 107 But this year, he's making $1.1 million in base salary. The minimum it can be. The minimum, $1.1 million. Now, a lot of people want to say, well, look at that balloon salary for $107 million next year. Well, we'll address that when we get there. Who knows what happens, of course, in this year. But Aaron Rodgers doing this, you know, Tom Brady – did that to help the Bucks out, and then, you know, the Bucks are hurt now with that $30 million dead cap hit. But with them doing that, uh, you know, the Jets can then exercise that option bonus next year and make it for smaller cap hits to, like, 2027. So at a void year, lower the cap charges, there's a lot of cap manipulation they can do. And it was started by what Aaron Rodgers let them do. So I love Aaron Rodgers doing that. And then in the past... He would, wasn't going to OTAs, not practicing at all. He'd just show up a couple times, and then regular season started, and that was it. He's already throwing passes to Alan Lazard. He's staying at the facility. I like the buy-in from Aaron Rodgers. To me, I said earlier a few months ago when he, he said that Ted was to play, he's going to play with a chip on his shoulder. I think he really is. Uh, I think this Jets team is very underrated. Again, much, I think, parallels to Tom in that 
Tom came over to the Bucks, good team. Uh, we all said they were a quarterback away. We didn't really buy in on them being contenders. And then they won the Super Bowl in the first year. Same thing with Aaron Rodgers. We buy them making the playoffs, but not a lot of people buy Super Bowl right now. Uh, I'm buying a Super Bowl ticket to Vegas right now because Aaron Rodgers is going to be in the Super Bowl. Uh, I was right on the Tom one. I said, Tampa Bay's going to win the Super Bowl. And I predicted Tom Brady in Tampa winning that Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, I'm riding with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets to get his second Super Bowl. Uh, he talked about how the first Super Bowl trophy was lonely uh, in his press conference yesterday. Again, he looks refreshed. He looks good. This is a new side of Aaron Rodgers. I'm looking forward to this season already. Sign me up. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, still second to my lines, but I am very excited about the New York Jets. Uh, this is going to be a fun NFL season. Uh, I'm fine with Tom Brady retiring if I get this, this Rodgers resurgence. I really am. So now, moving off Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson. Time to go through my mock draft now. I've built my mock draft from various sources um, that I've read and articles that I've read and kind of pieced together and also watching college football, watching NFL, team needs, all that. This is my mock draft, how I would react to who I think is going to be the consensus number one off the board. So the Panthers are on the clock. Who do they select? I'm going Bryce Young, quarterback of Alabama. Now they traded, uh, you know, from the ninth pick to the number one pick. They traded DJ Moore, future picks to get here. You don't do that trade to select an edge rusher or an offensive tackle. It is to select the best quarterback in the NFL draft. Not the best talent, best upside. It is the best quarterback right now. The best quarterback is Bryce Young. The precision, the reads, the escapability, the impromptu plays he can make. Now, do Anthony Richardson and Will Levis have higher upside? Yes. But if you don't unlock that, they are busts. They are. Let somebody else take it. You take the best prospect right now. At very worst, you'll be serviceable for four or five years, uh, and then you can move on from there. But Bryce Young is the most refined quarterback in this draft class, the most accurate, poised, ready. Give me Bryce Young, number one. Number two, Texans. Now, in early mock drafts, there's a lot of people saying, DJ Stroud, Bryce Young, one and two. A lot of that's cooled, and a lot of people are saying, edge rusher now, Will Anderson or Tyree Wilson, and this to me made all too much sense to begin with before their revised mock drafts because people forget who's the head coach of the Niners, or I just gave it away, who's the head coach of the Texans, D'Amico Ryans, who is the offensive or defensive coordinator of the San Francisco 49ers. So voila, what would they want to do? They'd want to get an edge rusher. Like a Nick Bosa, that they've had a staple in that system. So Will Anderson, Tyree Wilson makes sense. But who's the best? Oh, guess what? It's another Alabama prospect. Give me Will Anderson, number two, to be that uh, Nick Bosa player for Mr. D'Amico Ryan's Texans team. Like that pick. Number three, Cardinals. Now, a lot of people are saying Cardinals are going to trade this pick. Trade, 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 trade. Trade down. And I don't know if I was the Cardinals, if I would trade out of this spot. Uh, 
you know, the team people are pegging like the Titans to pick a quarterback there. Uh, the Cardinals won't select a quarterback. Uh, I think they should stay here, and they should get whatever the Texans don't get. So if Will Anderson gets selected too, Cardinals should get Tyree Wilson. If it's the other way around, uh, I have the Cardinals selecting Tyree Wilson because he's a great edge rusher from Texas Tech. Not as a refined or finished product as Will Anderson is, but he is great. And you look at this team, their defense is terrible. J.J. Watt's gone. Their defensive line is, again, trash. Why not get a player like Tyree Wilson, rebuild the defense, the defensive line? You know you're going to be terrible this year with Kyler Murray. You're going to have another high draft pick next year. Get Tyree Wilson, get draft picks, acquire him. I think it's smart for them to do. Number four, the Colts. Now, I think the Colts do like their prototypical white quarterback. That's what we've seen. We've seen Andrew Luck. Uh, actually, my bad. It's been, since I've been alive, it's been Andrew Luck. It's been, uh, it's been my bad. It's been Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck. And then it's been the Phillip Rivers, you know, a Jacoby Brissett minor stint. It's been a Matt Ryan, a Carson Wentz. That's, that it's like the same white quarterback-looking guy at the same. So who are we going to get? The same white quarterback-looking guy, Will Levis. Will Levis is going to the Colts, I think. Jim Mercy is fascinated by Will Levis and is drinking his coffee with mayonnaise and eating a banana peel. I was a huge Big Will Levis fan. I am of this game. Not so much of his personality. I still think he can be the best quarterback of this draft, or at least second to Bryce Young. High on him, but a little odd, and I'm not in love with the Colts team as a whole, but I believe they select Will Levis. Seahawks, pick number five. Now, this is tantalizing for them if this were to play out, if a trade doesn't happen to where C.J. Stroud. They could get C.J. Stroud or Anthony Richardson, a quarterback prospect, or they could go defense like Jalen Carter, and I've read both, and I just think they have to go Anthony Richardson because they're not Geno Smith. You're not going to win a Super Bowl with Geno Smith. I'm sorry to break it to Seahawks fans. My brother's a big one. Geno Smith, you can select Jalen Carter. Yes, you strengthened up a poor thing that you have, but guess what? You have the 20th pick. You can still select a defensive player uh, down there late. So I would select a quarterback because, hey, Geno Smith ain't the guy. He ain't leading us to promised land. Give me Anthony Richardson. Let me refine him much like Russell did. He can sit a year. Maybe that'll help him out in his development, much like a Patrick Mahomes or, you know, Tom Brady, people that sit behind uh, that are a little raw coming out that, hey, this will be beneficial to him. I like the Seahawks selecting Anthony Richardson out of Florida. Lions, six. I saw this one trade proposal today. I know it was fake, but I really liked it. It was trading the number six pick uh, to the Cardinals. For the Cardinals, Buda Baker, D-Hop, and their 34th pick. Now, I loved it. I would love for that to happen. Don't find it that it will happen. So if I'm six, I'm the Lions. I'm selecting Jalen Carter. Uh, the rush defense was one of the weakest of the concerns. I like Aiden Hutchinson. I like James Houston. I like Aline McNeil and Bugs, but I just want to stout Jalen Carter. Stuff this defensive line with Pro Bowl. Big dudes, and let's get after the quarterback. Let's stop a run. Uh, I can tell Dan Campbell wants to build both sides of the ball, offensive line, defensive line. J. 
Jalen Carter is the next step of that puzzle for them. Number seven, Raiders. Corner, corners needed, I think, for selecting a corner no matter what. Uh, they need one. Uh, their pass defense was the worst last year, terrible. Who do they select? Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon, the best corner in the draft. And the Raiders get Christian Gonzalez. Number eight, the Falcons. This is one I'm sad about because I don't want his talent to be wasted in Atlanta. And that is Bijan Robinson, the best running back of this class, uh, who's got, you know, a little Barry Sanders in him, uh, who's very good. I think the Eagles would like to select him. There's a lot of teams that would like Bijan. But I think the Falcons know, hey, maybe we'll get a quarterback next year. We we'll, won't punt on Desmond Ritter. Let's go get him. Number nine. Devon Witherspoon, cornerback out of Illinois. Uh, I think Chicago's going to stay local. They could, you know, get a Broderick uh, Jones or they could get a, you know, Peter Skaronsky. But I think uh, Devon Witherspoon, corner out of the Bears. Bears like to draft defensive players. They got D.J. Moore uh, for Justin Fields. I don't think they're going to address the offensive line. I don't think they're a smart organization. Obviously trading back from a one pick to a nine and then based like the cornerback Devon Witherspoon right away. Ten Eagles. Uh, could they select a wide receiver? Yeah, but I like A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. Let's not ruin the chemistry. Add any more to disrupt it. Uh, I think they would have liked to select Bijan. But hey, guess what? People are getting older. Hassan Reddick's getting older. Uh, Javon Hargrave left. Uh, I think offensive line, defensive line, smart for them, considering both are getting older, the Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Lane Johnson. But if I'm the Eagles, I'm going after Nolan Smith. Uh, he had a great combine. Uh, he was impressive with Georgia. I think you get that edge rusher, more talent in there. You can still learn from Graham and Cox. I think it's that's a good pickup for the Eagles there. Then we have a trade. Uh, this is just a minor trade I did because, hey, you don't have to do a lot of trade if you're trading one pick. So I think the Texans trade up from 12 to 11, which means you won't have to give up a first rounder next year. But you pick C.J. Stroud, and you just see what he does from Ohio State. You're like, what? He's falling to 11? Uh, I don't think – some people think there's going to be all four quarterbacks picked in the top five picks. I highly doubt that unless there's some crazy trades. There's always one that slips. You look at Justin Fields slip to 11. Uh, I think C.J. Stroud will slip to 11. Yes, the yes to cognition test might play a role, but his draft stock is falling lately. Uh, again, I'm not a fan of C.J. Stroud. I'm a Big Ten guy. I've watched almost every Ohio State game, sadly, and he's a one-read quarterback, not good under pressure. I, just because he played one good game on Georgia doesn't mean I can revert the other 30 games I've seen him play. So the Titans, bad offensive line. Who do they select? Don't select the best uh, tackle, you know, in I think Peter Skaronsky, I think they're a little dumb. Uh, they select Broderick Jones, uh, tackle out of Georgia, right there, uh, and that's who they get. Then the Packers. Uh, Packers are up next with the 13th pick. A uh, lot of questions here on who they're going to get uh, because... They just swap picks basically with the Jets. Uh, Jordan loves their guy. Uh, do they go defense? Um, do they go, you know, an offensive weapon? Let's. I'm going to say this. They never drafted a first-round wide receiver with um, 
Aaron Rodgers here. I don't think the trend starts uh, tonight. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just don't. I don't have them doing it. I think they'll select a weapon. I think they select Dalton Kincaid, tight end out of Utah, who happens to be the best uh, tight end in uh, football from Utah. Very good. So that's who I think they get. Fourteen, Patriots. Patriots, I think, need an offensive lineman. Uh, Broderick Jones is already gone. Uh, but guess what? Peter Skaronsky is still available. So they go ahead and get Peter Skaronsky out of Northwestern, who is a very, very good uh, offensive lineman. And kind of that's uh, who they get. Then the Jets. So this falls perfectly uh, to the Jets. And who can they get? Uh, Jackson, Smith, and Jig, but they say, let's get Aaron Rodgers another weapon. Yes, an offensive lineman would be nice, but a few of the great ones are already gone. Uh, we'll see what we work with. We can always make a trade. Uh, our offensive line was sufficed, you know, managed last year with Zach Wilson and Brees Hall and all them. Let's go get Jackson, Smith, and Jigba, pair him with his teammate and Garrett Wilson. Great duo. We added Lazard, uh, as well. And then we got Brees Hall. I mean, young trio here of talent. Uh, Aaron Rodgers' disposal, the most he's had in a while, makes him happy. And then the commander select, and they do a reach. They reach for Paris Johnson, tackle out of Ohio State, who's a physical beast. I'm just worried about some of those fast uh, ends. I remember uh, an old man of uh, Aiden Hutchinson just tore him up, and David Ajabo, so we'll see there. But that's why I have them selecting. Steelers, Darnell Murphy, tackle out of Tennessee. Protect Kenny Pickett. Yes, wide receiver will be nice, but you want to protect Kenny Pickett, who actually looked decent last year given time to throw. Then the Lions are up next again. And I think, to me, the next biggest hole for the Lions is tight end. Yes, the best tight end is gone in Dalton Kincaid. But Michael Meyer from Notre Dame... It, to me, is a very close second-best tight end. He can block. He can catch. You agree with Notre Dame. Uh, you traded TJ Hawkinson, uh, who, to me, wasn't that high of a grade. Michael Meyer deserves his 18th pick. And they don't have a lot of glaring holes. Like, oof, you already addressed the defense in Jalen Carter. Uh, yes, Jamison Williams will be suspended, so you offset a bit of that with a safety blanket in tight end like Michael Meyer. Buccaneers need a tackle, traded Donovan Smith, they traded Shaq Mason, offensive line is in flux, you've got Baker Mayfield starting, let's go ahead and select a tackle, Anton Harrison from Oklahoma. Then the Seahawks, Seahawks selected Anthony Richardson in my first pick, uh, so we're going to go defense here I believe, and guess what, a pick who in a lot of people's initial mock drafts was like top 5, top 10, he slips to number 20 uh, to the Seahawks, Miles Murphy. And they get a key defensive piece who I think can coach and be a double-digit stack guy uh, for them. They could also go with this 21st pick who I have the Chargers uh, getting as well. This I could see this being swapped, basically. Uh, I have the Chargers selecting Brian Brees uh, from Clemson D-Tackle just because he's good at stuffing the run as well, and the Chargers were terrible at stopping the run. Uh, their defensive line, more rotational players. I like the Chargers. Uh, getting that guy out of Clemson. 
Ravens. Ravens got Lamar Jackson, no quarterback taken now, 22. They signed OBJ. I don't think we're going to draft another wide receiver. They've done it in the past. I think they say, hey, let's help out our cornerbacks. We have to go up against T. Higgins and Jamar Chase and all these weapons in the AFC. Let's go get Joey Porter Jr. out of Penn State, who's really good, lengthy, kind of fits that John Harbaugh, Marcus Peters-type role. Uh, let's go get Joey Porter. Vikings also in need of a corner, but worst pass defense last year. I mean, just atrocious. They got tore up by every team. They need a corner, so they select Deontay Banks' cornerback out of Mississippi State, who fills a big need considering Patrick Peterson is gone. Old, their cornerbacks are just old and bad. Uh, pass defense, again, is old. and bad. You can blame the scheme all you want. Scheme is 50%, but the players, that's another 50 as well. You can't just put all the blame on the coach of the scheme. Then the Giants, 25th pick here, or my bad, Jaguars, 24th pick. I think Kalijah Cansey from Pittsburgh, uh, another good defensive lineman, uh, fills a need there in Jaguars to stop the run. They got Josh Allen to rush the passer, but if you have a Kalijah Cansey up the middle there, I think that's great. Then 25, Giants. I think they need a wide receiver to... What's his, oh, I can't even remember his name now. He's just such a, Kenny Galladay, you know, good for the Lions and terrible for the Giants, didn't fit. I uh, don't have, the, you know, great receiver. Kadarius Tony they traded. I think they get Jordan Addison from USC. Terrific wide receiver, route runner. Uh, they get him there for the Giants. I, my bad, I didn't say Flowers, they Flowers. Uh, because Jordan Addison, they're just, again, the Giants are kind of an incompetent franchise. So the Cowboys, yes, Cowboys get Jordan Addison. And this is just a player that uh, Jerry Jones can't pass up. You know, C.D. Lamb fell into his lap, couldn't pass him up. He's like, we need another wide receiver opposite C.D. Lamb. You know, the Noah Browns and the Michael Gallups of the world are not it. Yes, C.D. Lamb will have to be signed, but we could follow the same pattern with uh, – Amari Cooper would just trade him later down the road, but at least we got Jordan Addison, so this one-two punch will work for this year. So they got that. Buffalo Bills also in the market for a wide receiver considering Gabe Davis is very hit and miss. He didn't quite develop to the number two that they'd like. So Buffalo Bills I had getting Quinton Johnston, wide receiver out of TCU. I had to watch him live at the Fiesta Bowl, wreck my team, and it was terrible, but he's got a tremendous skill set. Uh, height, the physical uh, uh, specimen as well. I like the Bills to get uh, Quentin Johnston from TCU. Bengals. Uh, Bengals, a couple different options here. They lost uh, their safeties uh, in free agency. I think they get Brian Branch safety from Alabama here, who can also play a little flat corner as well. Uh, nice hybrid role. I think he'll be great in the Bengals system. Saints need a defensive end. Their defensive line left them in free agency. So they said bye outside of Cam Jordan. Lucas Van Ness out of Iowa. I think will be big. Is he going to be TJ Watt out of Iowa? Probably not, but he's a very good prospect. I like the Saints getting him. Then the Eagles with the 30th pick. I think they would have liked Brian Branch. Uh, but give me Emmanuel Forbes, cornerback out of Mississippi State. Yes, Darius Slay resigned Brett James Bradbury, but... I like Emmanuel Forbes here. 
uh, to the Eagles. And then last but not least, the Chiefs. Uh, Iowa State, Will McDonald, the fourth outside linebacker, I think it's good for him. Can rush the passer uh, as well on that edge. Uh, so I think that completes uh, their team, fills a need uh, as well, considering there's not a lot of needs with the Super Bowl winner, but defense is not perfect for them. Go ahead, get Will McDonald, uh, make some noise there uh, for them. So that's my mock draft. That's my 1-31 to 31 picks. Again, there won't be a 32 pick because of the uh, Dolphins forfeiting their pick this year with the Tom Brady tampering situation. So that is my mock draft. Not a lot of trades. There will probably be more draft night, but I think this is one of the most mysterious drafts. Like, what is going to happen? I've been able to telegraph certain things, closely pick a few picks correct in a row and have something going this year. I really do think anything can happen with a draft. It's going to be an exciting one tonight. And a couple NBA I'll talk more about it tomorrow. But the Lakers can't close out. I think Darvin Ham uh, made a bad decision to take AD out of the game. Uh, so, yeah, that's on him. Warriors won. Put the Kings on brink of elimination three in a row. Uh, I said Warriors in six. Looks like it'll probably be that. Knicks clinched that to me. was the biggest surprise. They just dismantled the Cavs. They did. So, tip my hat to the Knicks because I was not expecting that. I thought the Cavs were better, deeper, and everything I thought about the Cavs, the Knicks were. The Cavs were fraudulent. And then last but not least, my boy, who I love in the NBA, second to LeBron, Giannis Antetokounmpo, lost yesterday to the Heat in uh, I think Jimmy Jordan is his name. Yeah, Jimmy Butler is now renamed to Jimmy Michael Jordan because uh, that's just how he plays in the postseason. He was great, fantastic last night. Uh, was it a collapse the last two games because Milwaukee was up the last two? Yes, it was. Uh, Giannis missed 13 free throws. Uh, but after the game, a uh, reporter asked Giannis if the season was a failure. He got a little heated. Uh, you know, compared it to, you know, somebody, you know, you work to a goal step by steps and you might not get a promotion, but does that mean you're a failure? Uh, and I like the analogy a lot because, you know, the season's not a failure. You know, do we look at Tom Brady's career as a failure, only getting seven championships in 23 years, or Michael Jordan's six and 15 years or whatever? Uh, no. So the thing's not done yet. So, I really like Giannis. I appreciate what he has to say. He keeps it real. Uh, he didn't want to make it personal with the guy. He's apologized to him as well. Uh, but I think Giannis is great. I think what the Bucks need is another year of Chris Middleton to get healthy uh, to pair with Giannis. And then I think they just need to tweak the, tweak the bench players. I think Drew, Chris, Giannis, and Brooke Lopez, you don't move those guys. You get that another year. You just tweak the, tweak the pieces I would like. Pat Peters, Pat Connaughton to stay, and Bobby Portis. Uh, I think Grayson Allen can go, Jay Crowder, uh, some of those other guys to kind of get a more reliable three-point shooter. Uh, but I still think this Bucks team can win. And let me say it, you know, this is my early prediction for next year. Uh, Bucks are winning the whole thing. Uh, that's just it. That's my initial prediction. Uh, I don't think Giannis likes losing. He likes winning, obviously. 
but he likes to keep things in perspective. And I appreciate his view. Love Giannis. Uh, and hey, it's, I think it's only going to make Giannis and the Bucks come back stronger and better. Uh, Giannis kind of crumpled under the pressure of the free throws. I believe he'll fix that. I still think he's like the best player in the world. I'd take Giannis over a lot of guys uh, in the NBA. So it'll be interesting. Interesting Knicks uh, in Heat series. Not a lot of people pegged that. I didn't expect that, but we'll see how that goes. Rest of the NBA playoffs, Celtics can clinch tonight, and I believe they do. Uh, I believe they send the Hawks home a little more focused tonight than they were the other night, uh, and they just get dismantled them. So tonight, draft. I'm excited. I'll talk to you all tomorrow. Bye, everybody.